Welcome to New York Institute of Technology's podcast, The Scope. Produced by the College of Osteopathic Medicine, our episodes focus on the medical school experience and how it helps shape future physicians. Learn about exciting new health and wellness initiatives, cutting-edge medical research and technology, and how to effectively navigate medical school. We are excited to have you join us. Good afternoon, and welcome to the SCOPE podcast. Today, we are excited to engage in conversation focusing on sound advice to first-year and incoming medical students as they adjust to this new and challenging educational environment. I would like to welcome our medical student panel, first-year medical student Melody Young, who will be our guest interviewer for today, and our second-year medical student panelists, Marnie Wilkoff, David Sherlock, and Kimberly Murphy. A sincere welcome to all of you, and thank you so much for sharing your insights. Melody, take it away. So welcome to The Scope. I'm so excited to be here and to meet all of you. So let's just get right into it. I know that a lot of rising medical students, and even myself a few months ago, I thought I had medical school all figured out, and I knew what to expect going in. But obviously, when I got here, there were some surprises. So is there anything that you wish you knew before medical school started? I wish I knew that, okay, yes, medical school is hard, but you're able to kind of do it all. You're able to have time for your friends and family. You're able to have a social life, and you're not constantly studying 24-7. Like, I thought coming in that it's only studying, which it is a lot of that, but you're able to make time for things that you previously enjoyed doing. I totally agree. That's one of the bigger and pleasant surprises that I definitely had. Uh, mine was much more negative. Uh, mine was that, I it, like, you can fail. Like, that was, like, a huge realization for me um, that, I mean, coming from undergrad, like, you're, you're in this position, like, you obviously did well. Um, and I thought I was I was a smart person, and then you get here and you're like, oh, kind of dumb, but that's okay. But like re it's like relative to your peers, and um, I think that everybody is here for a reason, and they have their own strengths. So just finding that strength and why you fit into this role is really important. So I think it, it was. Uh, I really wish I knew prior that it's okay not to be like top tier always. I think that's one of the biggest culture shocks that I had yeah. coming in. I came from undergrad and I feel like a lot of my peers had so much more clinical exposure and I hear this medical jargon being thrown around and I'm like wait do I even belong here mm -hmm. and there's that like idea of like imposter syndrome where like you feel like you're inadequate mm -hmm. so what are some, some things that you might have done to kind of change your mindset uh, well yeah just like focus like on the things that you're good at. It's like a very interesting panel because we literally have like number one and then like top 10% of our class like right next to me and I'm so bottom 10% of our class. Uh, passing, which is important, but definitely lower tier. Um, but I'm also, I know my strengths as like a student and like it, I'm doing what I need to do, but I thrive in like those environments of like the extracurriculars and things like that. So I think Every day I feel pretty inadequate with certain things with like academics and things of that nature, but I think it's really important to just like refocus on like what you are really good at. Like I know where my strengths are and it doesn't have to be in every area that somebody else has their strengths in. For sure, for sure. And I think another thing that first year students go through, especially during that first semester of transition, is almost like relearning how to learn. Mm -hmm. Because all the techniques that we used as an undergrad like don't work here. Mm -hmm. So what did did you develop any tips or advice that you could give to first year students to almost like make it easier 
I think that you just need to understand coming into medical school that you can't compare yourself to anybody else. So a lot of people, they see that their friends are in the library for hours and hours a day, so they feel like they need to be and vice versa. Um, I think you just kind of need to find what works for you and you can't really worry about what other people are doing because it's different for everybody. So another thing that first year students go through during the first semester is that transition and finding a new way to learn because the techniques that might have worked in undergrad or master's programs don't really work here. So do you, Kimberly, have any advice for first year students on tips that you picked up here and there that might make this transition a little easier? Uh, yeah, definitely. So I think that the most important thing is to just not compare yourself to others. Um, some people need to spend more time in the library, some people not so much. Um, and I think it's important to find what works best for you because what, wor what works for you might not work for somebody else um, and that it's okay to fail. You're just trying to figure out how to study, how to do well. And if something's not working for you, the best way to find out is to just, you know, fail and try again. But you will find what works for you. We're nearing the end of, I guess, my first semester and your third semester, sec well, your first semester as a second year. So are there any things that you've picked up on in terms of differences between the first and second year? And is there anything I should be expecting going in? You have a lot more time. Like, really? yeah, uh, once you finish anatomy, like you get a life um, <laughs> and it's so nice. Um, but with that comes the responsibility of like actually managing your time because like you can easily like fall in, like I watched, I'm on like the hundredth episode of Smallville and I started it like three weeks ago. <laughs> like I have the time to watch it, but should I be studying all the time? No, but like, should I be studying a little more? Maybe. Um, so it's like finding the time to like dedicate back towards school because I mean like as you know you're in anatomy you're studying everything and then you finally get a break you're gonna want to just take a break um, so you have to really manage how to get back into the swing of things once you're given the freedom to do with your schedule whatever you want to do. It's so much harder when they put the power back in your oh, hands. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Take time for yourself. Go to a movie, go out for lunch or dinner with friends. Um, or watch 100 episodes of Smallville. That advice that we just like talked about, yeah, it pertains to the second years, but it's also your second semester. Like your first semester is packed and the, it's rightfully done so because it gives you the opportunity to like figure out how you have to study with all of these things happening at once. And then your second semester is much lighter. I mean, anatomy is gonna push into like the end of January, early February. But once that's done, you have all of second semester of first year to really like manipulate your schedule with all extra free time. So all of the advice that we just said, like that's totally applicable to first year. And I think it's important too, especially when you're a first year medical student, you get so caught up in anatomy and keeping up with lectures, um, managing your time, seeing your friends, um, that you just get so extremely overwhelmed. But finishing first year, even first semester, which you're about to do, is a huge accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to just take a moment and just be proud of yourself that you, you, know, you got this far. Not many people ever get this far. And it's okay, you know, to have some fun, relax, um, because things do, it, I mean, it seems like a very long process, but things do, they start to lighten up and you start to feel, like, feel yourself out and understand what you have to do to succeed. So I know that after any experience that I have, I always like to introspect and, like, think about things that I probably would have done differently. So you were given the chance to redo your first year. What is something that you would probably do differently. I would take more time for myself and for my friends and family. Um, 
first semester, like Kim said, was hard because you have anatomy and all the other labs and lectures, so it's a little overwhelming. You just started. But when you do have that spare time in the second semester, like you need to take time for yourself. And it's hard to think that you don't need to study 24-7, but you don't. Kimberly, how about you? I completely agree with what Marnie said. Um, I think we both first year, we were very much um, study obsessed. Mm -hmm. And I think, <laughs> I think that it's so, I mean now as a second year, looking back on how I was first year, I wish that I just chilled out a little bit. I you know, took some extra time to spend with my family and friends. Um, you obviously want to do as best as you can, but it's also important to make sure that you're doing things that are good for you, you know, mentally, physically. I do still study a lot, but I'm more relaxed than I was uh, last year. Mm -hmm. They've all been telling me how much happier I am. They're like, you look so happy. What are you doing? I'm just, I'm relaxed. I'm doing well, but I'm not so crazy about honoring like I was. Um, and it makes a difference when you make time for yourself. I'm a lot happier than I was last year. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm really happy with that. I think that what I would do differently about last year um, would be how I like perceive studying. Um, it was like always such a daunting task. Like I always looked at it as like a job to do rather than like learning for the sake of learning. Um, and I think that that's like a big switch that has happened this year. Um, it's like you're learning pathology and you're learning physiology love how people work and like that should be enough in and of itself to like motivate you to do it because like this is the career that we chose um, whereas last year I was straight up like oh no I have to study because one everybody else is studying and I have to get this grade on the test and I have to be able to do x y and z that doesn't matter like that's not the point of medicine that's not the point of medical school if you're doing it for that reason then you're going to have a miserable time right I think that shift in mindset is so important because if you study for the sake of passing a test and not for the sake of being a good doctor, then why are you even in the field? Mm -hmm. So I think that's really important. I think a lot of first years now also are kind of freaking out because pre-med, we know what we need to do to get into medical school. We know we need to shadow, we know we need to do volunteer work, and we kind of like plan our breaks accordingly so that we can get this um, experience in. But now that we're here, it's kind of like, what now? Like, what do I do? to fill the gaps of time that are coming up. So the biggest gap that we have coming up short term is our summer between first and second year. So is there any advice that you could give me and my fellow first years on as to like what we should be doing, doing during that time? I think part of it has to do with what specialty you want to go into. And I know you might not know that now, and that's completely fine, because some are more research heavy than others. So if you know you want to go into a competitive field like dermatology or uh, plastics or whatever it may be that requires a lot of research, I personally would recommend doing research while you have time and while you can. Um, if you're unsure but research still interests you, do research, but a lot of people just relax. They go on trips. A lot of people go abroad. They go to Europe. They go on vacation with their family and friends. So if that's what you want to do, do that because it's really one of the only summers you have to really take for yourself and do what you enjoy. I had no research experience, so like I wanted to keep my options open in terms of like what specialties do require research. So I actually did the summer research fellowship here at NYHCM. Um, so that was a great experience, but it had so much time outside of it that I literally had a full summer to do whatever I wanted. Um, and I think that that was important to do absolutely nothing because you go so hard first year and then you're going into second year, which is boards and all of those fun things. So 
it was a real nice time to just decompress and be like, I'm still working towards a common goal of like bettering my application for when I inevitably apply to whatever I choose to do, but I'm also relaxed. I'm not taking it so seriously. Unlike Marnie and David, I did nothing. Nice. I had um, some research prior to coming to medical school um, and I basically, I went across the country, I went to Wyoming, I went to South Dakota, I went to Colorado, I went to Florida, I relaxed, I hung out with my family, um, and I worked at a horse barn. <laughs> and <laughs> I made some extra money working at a horse barn. Kim and is I our resident horse girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I enjoyed myself. Um, I didn't really feel pressured. And also, uh, I have a bunch of friends who are now fourth years, they were third years. Um, they did most of their research in third year. They said that you'll always find time to do research. So if you're feeling extremely overwhelmed your first year and you feel like you need that break, it's okay to take that break. So I think when I came into medical school, I had friends who were already in medical school and I just saw them sit and study for their entire life. And I absolutely love Zumba. And I was like, do I have to give this up when I get to medical school? And I've realized that I don't, but had, did you realize anything similar to that where you were scared you wouldn't be, wouldn't be able to do stuff that you previously loved to do? Yeah, so I also like working out a lot. And it, I thought I would have to not completely give it up, but I knew that it was gonna be really hard to plan when I would go to the gym and study because I'm the kind of person when I'm here, I'm not leaving until I get all my work done. And if I go home, I don't really want to go work out. I want to relax and watch Netflix or, I don't know, not go to the gym. Um, I know not everyone can do this, but what works for me is I go at six in the morning and it's a little crazy. I don't do it every day, but that works for me. So I'm still able to fit it in. I go to the gym, I come here and I leave when I finish my work. So it kind of worked out. And I also was huge on volunteering in undergrad. NYITCOM, we have Rocksteady Boxing. So I do try to go to that whenever I have a free Friday to kind of, you know, still stay involved and help others. Um, but I'm really happy that I was able to fit those in. And I like sports and we offer a lot of different sports here like tennis and a run and walk with the Dean every morning um, or every Tuesday morning. Um, so the school offers a lot of different extracurricular activities that you can be involved in if you choose to. And if you are a medical student at a different school, I would highly recommend seeing what your school has to offer. And if they have something that you're interested in, try to get involved if you have time and try to squeeze it into your schedule and see if it works out. Yeah, I think it's ex extremely important to continue um, like your physical health and wellness. I know for me, I just ran a half marathon um, a couple weeks ago. Thank you. And I was able to, you know, train for it and run it. And I found the time. Um, one of my roommates, uh, she's currently a first year, but she loves exercise. And that was something so, so important to her. And she has not declined the amount she works out every single morning. She goes to the gym and she absolutely loves it. And she finds the time for it. Me and David yesterday, we did yoga that was offered by our school. So the school does a lot of um, health and wellness activities. They have morning walks every Tuesdays, um, walk or run. They um, have yoga, they have um, like uh, hit classes, which Marnie took this week. It was a lot of fun. And I it saw was a, you there. I know, I wasn't prepared. I didn't plan on going, but that's the thing. I, like I didn't have sneakers with me. I didn't plan on going, but I was like, you know, I'm very tired. I'm not focusing when I'm studying. I shouldn't be studying right now because I won't retain any information. So <laughs> I 
when to hit, and I had a lot of fun. So I took some time off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the school offers so many, so many things. So even if you're feeling stressed and you want to stay at school, I mean, you could take an hour and play tennis with Dr. Chan. He does tennis. So you'll always find time to stay active and do things that you love to do. Yeah, even if you don't do it at your school, like they all, we all just said things that we've done here. If you just want to do whatever you want to do, do it. Mm -hmm. Just make it happen. I also think that coming into medical school, I feel like I signed this unwritten contract to studying and like a time commitment that I need to allocate to reading and studying and going through lectures. And as a first year, like I wanted to get involved and I was involved in undergrad, but I spoke to a lot of colleagues of mine and we're all scared that if we can't even get our academics in line, then what are we doing getting involved in clubs and such? And I know that you're all involved in Student Government Association, very active members. So is there any advice that you could give to people like me or my colleagues as to how we can get involved without worrying so much about the studying that we need to get through? I wouldn't say yes to doing too many things because if you say yes to everything, then it's gonna get overwhelming, then you're gonna have no time. But you could still do anything you're interested in because like, what you want to do, you have to realize that it's not going to be more of a time commitment than you're studying. Yeah, I'm still on that philosophy of like, just do it anyway. Um, <laughs> I think it's just the way I live. Uh, I think I thrive better in an academic setting when I do have outside resources. So I actually do better. I'm doing better now that I'm more involved. If you're that type of person, build it in. Don't be worried about like not doing school because you want to do something else. Like school will absolutely happen regardless of what you're doing. But you'll find that it's easier to like make time and like prioritize things when you have something else going on. Yeah, I completely agree with absolutely everything David said. It's important to join clubs because in clubs you really find what you're passionate about. So if, you, if you're interested in something, join that club. They, a lot of the clubs they host um, like out, outside events. Uh, there was um, the IV workshops with the emergency medicine club, and a lot of people find a lot of enjoyment in that. And it's an important thing to do because you, it kind of reminds you of why you're here. Mm -hmm. You, this is, you want to be a doctor, and so I would totally say get involved in clubs because school is obviously the number one priority, but school, like David said, school's going to happen regardless, and it's important to take time and find time for yourself. Going off of that, I think going to all these unplanned like these things I haven't planned. Like I went to a Stop the Bleed event about um, what to do in a trauma situation and how to apply tourniquets. And I, I went because it was really interesting to me. So even if you don't plan on going to any of the events that the clubs host, but, and you think it's really cool and really interesting to you, just go. You're, you could go to sleep after it and study the next day, or you can study for an hour after. You're, like everyone said, you're gonna find the time to study. So fit in what you're interested in. Make it spicy. If, it's, <laughs> if you have the same bland schedule every day, you're going to hate it. If you make it spicy, you throw an event that you didn't plan on going to or just a random club meeting during lunch, that's going to be so much more entertaining than just staying in silent. So stop studying. Just go to a meeting. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I definitely learned a lot, and I think not only did I benefit, but a lot of first-years will definitely benefit from the advice that you gave me and us. I now realize the importance of self-care and taking time for yourself and that school is going to come regardless and I think that definitely takes a lot of weight off my shoulders so thank you so much. And <laughs> yeah, of course. 
I would like to once again thank all of our medical student panelists for today's terrific discussion. Your insights will surely benefit entering medical students as well as those currently in first year. Thank you again, and I would encourage all listeners to come back for our next episode of The Scope.